we're not going to say, hey, we're back. Because <laughs> last time we did that, we didn't do another we're episode not. for two months. Can we start over? I feel like my I took too big of a breath <laughs> when I said, and I'm Kyla Woods. I was like, <laughs> okay, let's start over. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Permanent Plus One podcast. I go by the name of Alan Woods. And my name is Kyla Woods. <laughs> and uh, this is a Permanent Plus One podcast, the place where marriages go to live. Yes. And we're here. It's been a while. It's been a long while. It's been a long while. I'm so happy to be back. It's, yeah, it's been a journey, man. Ooh. It's been a lot going on. Uh, we have a million things to talk about on this sheet. Yes. Uh, let's just jump right in. Mm-hmm. Thank you to those of you who've asked us if we're still doing the podcast. <laughs> Thank you y'all. to those of, you, those of you who've asked us, are y'all still married? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was too good to be true. <laughs> permanent plus none. <laughs> the permanent plus none podcast. <laughs> Oh gosh, we are back. Just you know, life happens. Mm-hmm. Life happens, yeah, and computer issues. Oh my goodness, we there have been Moving a number issues. of issues. Yes, <laughs> but we are here. So on the last episode that uh, we released four months ago, it was four, it was so long no, ago, it was, guys. It was, it was four months ago. It was, it was in, in April. April. <laughs> we're in we're in August, <laughs> so yeah. it was, it was like not quite three four months. months ago, roughly. Uh, damn, that's a mm-hmm. long time. Uh, it's a really long time. Yeah. But we've had a lot. There's been a lot ha- that has happened yeah. since then. So. On, on that last episode, we were talking about getting ready to move and that whole yep. process and uh, how difficult it had been. Yeah. And, um, we have moved. We have moved. We are recording from our new home. From our new studio. Our new <laughs> 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 yes. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's good. It feels good to be in the new house it does uh, that process sucks Ooh, um, so that's shout putting out it mildly to, <laughs> the process uh, is exhausting it is exhausting but we're we're grateful to be in a place um where we could go through all of that and have some guidance along the way and uh and get here yeah and in 30 years this house will be paid <laughs> 30 off years. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 30 years yep those 30 years will fly by honey i think so <laughs> If there's anything like uh, the last almost decade that we've been together, uh, yeah, that if that's any indication yeah. of how time fast is, this time Time waits for no yeah. one, literally. Yeah. Uh, the girls are... Grown. <laughs> Heading to college, it feels like. It I don't know. It's they crazy. Grew up out of nowhere. Yeah, when you think about, when you go back and look at like wedding pictures. Oh my goodness. How small they were and, you know, Kelly is uh, going just started eighth, eighth grade, grade. it's crazy Ava's going to sixth grade mm-hmm. it's, it's nuts like, wow mm. time definitely flies um but yeah so we we finally got moved we got moved we moved into the house <laughs> we were unpacking boxes yep. well i was unpacking boxes hey you know what <laughs> you're right <laughs> you you're right i have not been great at unpacking boxes or packing i'm boxes. a little ashamed to admit that it's okay don't I mean, be ashamed just, i'll admit it for you it's such a process it and is. it's not fun yeah it's um, adulting it is it, it is <laughs> you've um, been so great so thank you hey thank you you know <laughs> 
<laughs> I figure if I just keep unpacking boxes, eventually mad. all my stuff will be unpacked and then your stuff will just be sitting there and it'll make you feel away. Well, it has made me feel. I'm <laughs> thinking right now about boxes that I still need to unpack. And, and yes, I, I'm judging myself. <laughs> we had separate closets. We do. Thank you couldn't, God, you couldn't wait to get your little, your little closet together. <laughs> my closet is nice. Look how nice my closet looks. My closet is so Mine's nice. Mine's not. <laughs> my baby got me uh, some drop front uh, shoe boxes. Oh, shoe boxes did set your closet they off. Did, uh, yeah, from, they did from nice. the container store. So, for those of you who don't know what drop front shoe boxes are, it's essentially uh, a, a you can create a unit of shelving that you can put your shoes in, and then the front door of them opens up where you can just slide the shoes in and out um, conveniently, which gives you like a nice little decorated little situation. Mm -hmm. So it's very classy. It is. It is. And you got me those for father's day, um, five months ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was, that was only two months ago. So, (laughs) so yeah, I got my closet together, you know, we got our little, I got the red red room jumping. I'm working on mine. Okay. Got some little, some little LED lights (laughs) happening. It's not good for my mental health. You come home from work. You want to unpack boxes. Okay. It'll happen. Yes. But anyway, so we had moved in, tried, did our best to get settled and and a weekend, a week or two. Was Was it three? Okay. It felt like a weekend guys. All right. Three weeks in, um, we come downstairs (laughs) one morning. I think I discovered it on my way out of the door, but you had to get up and deal with it because I was heading to work. How convenient. Uh, You know what? We discovered that the... (laughs) Unintentional. Yeah. The toilet (laughs) on the lower level had... uh, had overflowed and no one had used it. Yeah, it just out of the it just out of the blue yeah, overnight, so, really, because yeah. it was first thing in the morning. So, good news was that uh, we had a contractor who, or the contractor who did the house was actually already scheduled to show up to um, do some other little touch-ups. Uh, and so then, next thing we knew, we were living in hotels living for the next week. In hotel hotels like hotels, plural. plural, at least not four. one hotel, guys. At least four. It was at least four. Possibly five. Yeah, over the course of a week, <laughs> and also during that week, I was gone for a couple of those days because I mm-hmm. had to go to Milwaukee. Um, but yeah, bouncing around from hotel to hotel is not fun, it's especially not. when you have uh, a dog. Yes, so we had child. to have pet friendly hotels. Yeah, which you know some of them tax. You know, like they hit you with mm-hmm. the oh, it's a hundred dollars mm-hmm. just to bring your dog. I'm like, my dog is not going to do anything <laughs> at all, but lay on the floor. Yes. But yeah, so that was that was an extra headache. But and um, the reason we had to do multiple hotels was because for at least the first what five days we were day to day. Yeah, we, we, had we no didn't idea. know each day, so it was it was being told, oh, you know, we may have this fixed tomorrow. So we would find out like the next day, oh, it's not going to be fixed, and then we'd have to find another hotel because that hotel would have been the one we stayed at might have been sold. Yeah. yeah, it was booked. Because at the one, oh. uh, we, we were at Hotel Covington one of those days, and they had, like, a wedding coming Yes, in they had a wedding party. The, on, you know, so it was, like, the whole rest of the hotel mm-hmm. was booked for that, that next couple days. So, yeah, that was that sucked. Yeah. Aloft was probably the best and most accommodating. It was, and um, they were great. We started yeah. to know the staff right. downstairs. <laughs> and they, they don't charge additional for pets. Yep. You know, so that, yeah, that's it was great. a bonus. So. For those of you who, you know, are trying to figure out, you know, boarding and stuff like that when you're traveling, Aloft is a good option. Yeah, right in Newport. They were really yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, ultimately 
they finally discovered that there was like a broken sewer line mm-hmm. and for three weeks everything that we flushed and they had no idea where it was where going it went. <laughs> so they had to like reconnect us to the sewer line because whoever built the house originally mm-hmm. in the 1900s did not do it according to code and it yeah. was going all the wrong way and even during the course of you know the last century yeah it was not a you know fixed or whatever so anyway now we are in a house that you know where we can flush the toilet yes shout out to things are fixed (laughs) it's interesting this it's been such a learning process with this home because it is old it was it was built in 1900 i think 1910 19 oh was it 1910 i think it was 1900 okay well either way early 19 it's whatever you say it was no clearly not but i'll take that with me the rest of the day (laughs) um but either way you know it's just it's a really old home and it is rehabbed and so you learn so much going through this process about the structure of the home and what was kept intact what wasn't and what so it's just a lot i've learned a lot i think we both have learned a lot um just not just about the home buying process but just about like the like structural stuff with yeah. homes pipes i've never thought about pipes being underground and yeah. this this issue they were telling us basically was like this really like rare thing where yeah. you don't know where the sewer line is going yeah, and that, that kind of was discouraging for me because you know i've been talking to a couple different people about you know working to start looking at some investment properties but then when you have something like that that is something you can't even know like well, there's yeah, no you can't way anticipate to know that at yeah. all it's like, I don't want to, you know, I would hate to rehab a house mm-hmm. and sell it to somebody and then find out three weeks after we sold it to them right. that, hey, there's a sewer issue. Mm-hmm. And they were they were really accommodating because they pay for everything, you know. Right. But if we were doing that in an investment property, like that could potentially eat up all of your exactly. profits from that investment mm-hmm. by finding something like that out later. So um, just something to think about. Yeah. But, we made it and um, been loving loving the house and still getting settled in mm-hmm. and uh, eventually we will make it our own and you know get some stuff. We have lots of art that we're working on. Yes, getting on the walls and um, so if you guys know any black artists that have really dope work, we're looking to you know start making some investments in art um, and you know we have some pieces but we're looking to do some more and. You know, so if you guys know any, make sure that you leave them in the comments. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'd love to hit them up. In uh, other current events, news, since it's been forever since we have done a podcast, um, we have not had the opportunity to talk about the fact that LeBron James is now going to play for the los angeles goodness <laughs> if we didn't love lebron so much <laughs> it's gonna be a really challenging four years for me yeah because you really don't like the lakers i'm not i'm not i'm not a i'm not a i'm not a fan of the lakers but you know i am we i we are <laughs> huge fans of lebron yeah and we support him in what he does so um yeah, yeah. i mean we're just gonna have to ride this one out honey it's gonna be a challenge i'm gonna root for lebron and against the Lakers at the same time. <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> like every time he scores, I'm gonna no, cheer. Babe. But if somebody else scores, you can't. <laughs> no, it's not gonna, gonna work. Boo. I'm not enduring that for four years with you. <laughs> I think it can be done. No, and no one's ever gonna watch sports with us. <laughs> 
Don't invite Allen. Be like, wait, who is he? Right. Who is he going for? I don't know. He claps when LeBron shoots, but then like when the Lakers score, he's not a. I'm gonna be waiting for LeBron to like block. What's his name? Ball Lonzo oh, Ball gosh, is that yes, his name? Yes, I almost said Lavar. Yes, I'm gonna be like is Lebron. That his name? Yeah, Lavar okay. is the dad. Yeah. I'm gonna be like Lebron. Why didn't you block him? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you let him go? Oh, nobody, he's on your team. Don't nobody care that he's on your team. <laughs> it's gonna be a very conflicting <sighs> four years for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, but as you said, we we support you know Lebron in general and the things that he does. And um, recently, uh, he opened a school in akron ohio mm-hmm. which was dope it was the i promise school yep i love it i mean everything about the way he did it mm-hmm. um the um assets that the students receive when they enroll in the yeah, school they dope. get free bikes helmets mm-hmm. um their parents get access to career opportunities and job coaching and he's taking a holistic approach mm-hmm. to helping that community not just and the kids and a food pantry like, yes it's it's next level because it is really looking at some of the circumstances and things that children endure that ultimately affect education, Mm -hmm. but other schools have not paid attention to. Yeah, exactly. In one sense, they have talked about, you know, like if if kids come to school hungry, it's harder for them to learn. So Mm -hmm. then they have like the the free lunch program and and breakfast at a lot of schools and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I also think, hey, we want you to have a food pantry yeah you know, that's, that's it's, just it's like revolutionary out the, yeah, that's yeah out of the box thinking yeah so. and it's necessary it's mm-hmm. necessary and and the fact that he is i think this is just the approach he took to this being a community resource not mm-hmm. just because we always want to talk about you know child poverty quote unquote or kids like yes we have to help kids but the mm-hmm. kids are not the catalyst for the entire family you mm-hmm. have to help their parents if their parents are not helped the, the thing, family's not going to be changed. Yeah, the thing is, like, when you talk about child poverty, you're eliminating the rest of the family exactly. from the equation. Exactly. It's like you don't have kids who are living alone by themselves right. in poverty. They yep. are living with somebody yeah. in poverty. Yep. So you can't just say, hey, we'll just showcase the kids right. and whatever happens with the Because the kids are happens. cute. Exactly. And we want to help kids. Yeah. But, no, we have we, we have to help adults. We have to the want to help family. adults. Yes. Yeah, so, like you so. said, it's a more holistic approach. He talked about his bicycle being his escape a lot of times from Mm -hmm. the things that were happening in his neighborhood. So them providing the kids with bicycles and helmets and, you know, that's dope. Um, I don't know how many of the kids are going to actually wear the helmets. (laughs) They might not. But he did. Safety first. first. LeBron loves the kids. We want them to be safe. Shout out to uh, kids in the hood wearing helmets. helmets. It might be a game changer. LeBron gave me this helmet. Right. They, that might get them this to wear Nike it. Nike helmet, son. <laughs> it might get them to wear it. I guess if everybody in your neighborhood has a, has helmet, a helmet, everybody can wear yeah, it. Yeah, you don't feel you don't feel right. away. If exactly. you're the only one with the helmet, <laughs> then <you're> like, nah, <laughs> be. <laughs> I'm hiding this helmet behind the bush right. till I get back home. <laughs> oh man, yeah, so great. So the school is um, third and fourth grade. Yeah, right? starts at third and yeah, fourth third grade. Yeah, third and fourth grade, um, and then they'll build it. They'll build yeah. out. It's typically how how they do for you know newer schools as they start with two grades Mm -hmm. and then they will stay so next year obviously they'll be in fourth and fifth and Mm -hmm. they'll keep third right and then you just kind of keep adding out it's typically how schools grow i'm not sure if that's the plan for this one i thought it was also cool that this is not a charter school yeah um, it's a public school yeah it's part of akron public schools Mm -hmm. and i think that that's dope because 
he is challenging, you know, him and his entire team, you know, they're challenging what a public school can look mm-hmm. like, you know. So if we keep saying that, you know, we want to support public schools in our neighborhoods, but then we're saying, well, we can't support public schools in our neighborhoods because a lot of times they are not up to the mm-hmm. standard, then we have to change the standard. Yeah, you, and you know I feel very strongly yeah, about definitely. that. We, we both do, and, and it's something that I've, I've just had this conversation the other day with another parent. Um, but, you know, we, we our girls are in public schools, and the thing is, people have this perception around public schools, mm-hmm. and then so they then they feel pressured, and they have to send their kids to private school because they're not going to get the same opportunities and be viewed the same. It, but here's the thing: nothing ever changes if we don't invest in the public schools, and yeah. we don't change. We have to change that ourselves. Right. So I am not going to send my kid to a private school just because it's supposed to be more prestigious, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, why would I not just take the time to then try to even the you know playing field and and invest in the public schools as well? And then if there are, if you do find that there's anything that's lacking, there are also opportunities for you to continue mm-hmm. education when you get home. I right. mean, nothing, there's nothing that says that you can't have this enrichment or these other activities that, you know, are a more well-rounded approach to mm-hmm. education after school. Right. You know, like nobody's saying that, you know, you should send your kids to a school where your kid knows more than all the teachers. Exactly. But at the same time, you know, you can make adjustments with the time that you're spending with your children after the fact. Mm-hmm. You know, figure out ways for them to continue to learn. Libraries are open all, all the time. And uh, we, we always take yeah. our girls to the library. Libraries, so. bookstores, mm-hmm. everything. Like, there's ways to get the knowledge, you know, um, which doesn't necessarily have to include screen time. But there's some stuff that, you know, we let them do on the Internet. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I think it's just important to, like you said, make sure that we're investing in the schools. Um, and so shout out to LeBron for doing that. Yeah. Um, because that's huge. And um, and I hope it serves as a model for other cities, for yeah. other, maybe you know, whether it's an, other athletes, whether it's business owners, whether mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, public figures of whatever, in whatever industry to say, I want to do that for my community, too. Yeah. It, like, it, you know, it's, it's not always it shouldn't always just stop at like, I want to do a back to school giveaway. Like how do we change the educational landscape for kids? Let's look at the broader picture. And so again, I hope other people are inspired by what he's done. Yeah. I think that, um, the other thing that I thought that was really compelling about this was that he talked about, this is like the most important thing that he's ever done. Um, and, and when you think about the challenge of starting a school and the pressure of starting a school, um, and then you're doing a school here in um, not only in America, but also in Akron, you know, mm-hmm. Ohio, where you started. Right. Um, you know, shout out to Oprah for, you know, doing schools in Africa. Mm-hmm. However, you know, him making sure that he's going back to where he was originally planted yeah. and making sure that he's investing in that same uh, area I think that that's super dope mm-hmm. and so you know shout out to him and F the Lakers yeah. <laughs> you're so petty now it's time for a little something we call don't watch me watch TV and the funny thing is we don't watch a lot of TV <laughs> but what we do watch um, we get pretty into one of the shows that we really love is Claws. Love and hip hop. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, you know what? <laughs> he says that, guys, because I am not into love and hip hop or these other salacious shows that he watches. <laughs> salacious. Where these women? I love that word. Have we talked about that? You know, I love. I love a good big word. Um, scandalous and just. Hmm. 
ratchet shows that you Black indulge in. Chicago. You got me roped into that the other night. And you I enjoyed just, it. Oh, I don't, enjoyed would be a stretch, but it was. <laughs> I I somehow got sucked into watching that with you the other day. Anyway, he you guys he watches so much. <laughs> I'm not gonna say trash TV, but no, like it is trash TV. Okay, it's, okay. it's junk TV. It is, and he it's watches it. And he life, enjoys I live, it. I live my life in such a healthy manner. You do. I work all day long to help people make their <laughs> lives better. So when I come home, you know, <laughs> after a healthy diet, you guys, I come um, downstairs. It's chicks, yeah, f that bitch. She ain't gonna come here and do nothing. Fl- tables flipping over, strippers. Jesus flipped tables over. Oh my over. goodness, I can't. <laughs> And I, for the life of me, and this is like, because this just started, what, two or three years ago? When you started watching these shows consistently. And at first I was just like, oh, you know, just every now and then. But no, it's like a regular thing. He loves these shows. DVR. (laughs) Anyway, back to the original intent of this segment. (laughs) We do have shows that we enjoy watching together. Claws is one of them. Do you guys watch Claws? Let us know, please, in the comments. I feel like there's, I feel like it's it's an underrated show right now. Claws is really, really good. So good. It's on TNT. There's so many layers. Oh, there's so many layers. It reminds me of my, like when I used to watch soap operas, which was mm-hmm. so long ago, like college. But it's so but good. But it's there's... not like a soap opera. Let's be clear. No, no, no. Okay, let's be clear. It's not like a soap opera. There are layers. What I mean by yeah. that is like, you know, uh, like you get layers yeah. and you get people have different, um, you know, they, you, they bring their past back and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. So it's, it's. Similar only in that way. It's gotcha. definitely way more engaging, yes. way more realistic, kind of, than like a soap opera. Yeah. Not the bad acting. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Niecy Nash is the star of the show. I love Niecy Nash. Oh, man. I love her, too. She's great. She's great Did on the show, watch too. Did Reno 911? No, but you told me. I've... No, I never watched it. Oh. Did I used we to watch Clean it? House. You did watch Clean House. Yeah. I I think I saw one or two episodes of Reno 911. Yeah. That's when she used to wear the flower in her hair. Yeah, it wasn't my thing. It wasn't. This okay. has been, I think, a breakout role for her. Yeah, she's doing a great she's job. She's doing a great job. Um, I love the show. What's the, I don't know the guy's name, but the one who plays her brother, Dean. Dean. Okay, guys. Dean is one of the best characters on TV right now. Yeah. Period. I don't care. Like, if you watch one or two episodes of this and you see Dean and you see Her- Harold Perrineau. I forget his last hmm. name. It's Her- his first name's Harold. Harold Penner. It's not Penner. <laughs> Man of fashion. Shout out to Neptown. <laughs> oh, Harold It's not Harold Penner. Um, but he, I, I tell you, who knows? Google knows. Go ahead, honey. I'm yeah, looking but up. he's the same actor who was the lead character on Oz, um, who was with the locks and uh, in the wheelchair and kind of the narrator of the whole show. Yes. Harold Perrineau. It's Perrineau. P-E-R-R-I-N-A. Mm. In EAU. Is that French? I don't know. But he you've seen him. He's on he was on uh, Best, Best Man. Man. He's Best Man series. Yeah. yeah. So when you see him, you'll Shelby's, know who it is. Shelby's yes. Guy. Shelby's guy. Part of him. He is phenomenal in this show, guys. Yeah, he plays her brother. He has he has special needs and he's a layered character. But he, I mean, he's just so good in this role. And he's fallen in love with Karuchi. He Chan. has fallen in love with Karuchi, who is who has changed. Too, yes, because yeah. I, and that's the other thing is she that has I think that the 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 entire show really gives you these kind of um, layered characters, mm-hmm. and it shows like these full characters yes. that are vulnerable and change and shift and yeah. adjust and 
you know, when you look at her on like the first, when she first mm. was introduced to the show, <laughs> to where she, mess. I mean, she's still the same person, <laughs> yeah. but now you can see there's a different, you know, layer of like compassion and, yeah. um, you know, just. And she loves Dean. Yeah, like, she does. I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's a really good show. If you've not watched it, just, you know, give it a shot. Watch, watch one or two. Let us know what you think. But yeah. it's one show that we're really into. Yeah. Speaking of love, uh, we just started uh, watching Love Is. Mm-hmm. Um, we're only two episodes yeah. in. Three. I think we watched three. Okay. Anyway, we, we got we got rest of them on the DVR. So, yes. Um, they just announced that there's going to be a season two. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, while uh, the Cincinnati Music Festival was happening here in Cincinnati, um, I read an article that they were going to be shooting an episode of Love Is yeah. here mm-hmm. w- during the festival. I'm not sure where it took place. Like if it I was don't know. in the concert or if it was, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But I th- do know that they had Kayla Walker, who is an influencer mm-hmm. and TV host, and um, she's produced some stuff as well, I think. Um, but she did some hosting, I think, for own in oh, relation okay. to Love Is. Okay. Because um, I follow her on Instagram. She was doing a lot of, like, she showed a lot of the behind the scenes. She was at Music Festival mm. doing a lot of the shooting like yeah. she had like her own mic flag and show so That's i don't cool. know obviously i don't know what role she was playing but i'm assuming that it's tied right. into um whatever maybe this episode is and for so. those of you who may be listening outside of cincinnati um the cincinnati music festival has been going on here in cincinnati since the 60s um i believe um and it was originally a jazz festival that has kind of morphed into a more um uh, just culturally connected music um, festival. So it's a lot of kind of old school with some new school this year. Um, The night that we went to, we had the OJs, we had um, Common and the Roots, Mm -hmm. we had Jill Scott, um, Bootsy Collins, who else? Um... There's somebody between. Oh, Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat, yes. Yeah. I was going to say, yep. there's somebody between the OJs <laughs> yeah, and Keith Sweat. Yeah, Sweat. So it, it, this year, they, they really tried to kind of um, yeah. change it up a little bit. It, Especially it's with Common in the Roots. Yeah, Common yeah. in the Roots was definitely mm-hmm. a kind of curveball for what the typical standard of mm-hmm. uh, usually it's a lot of R&B. Yeah, not hip hop. No hip hop mm-hmm. whatsoever. So that I thought that that was dope. But, uh, Me too. Yeah, so we, we've been, you know, thinking about that and uh, thinking of, you know, love is and just the challenges of, um, you know, starting a relationship and watching this, this show that is kind of based on this real life relationship, mm-hmm. you know, which is cool. Um, and you and know. it's based on uh, Mara Brockakill and mm-hmm. Salima Kill's real relationship. Yeah. So which, you know, I mean, I think many of you are probably familiar with um, them as producers and writers yeah. and directors and um, with girlfriends and yeah. of Black Lightning. And yeah. so um, they are doing this show Two as a ref- that I watch as a reflection. <laughs> yes. You because you had me on Black, Ni- Black, Black Lightning. Lightning. I watched a couple episodes. Um, yeah. his, his uniform is corny, but the show is good. It's OK, they're trying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But um, and I learned everything. I needed to know about women from watching Girlfriends. I mean, Girlfriends was that show. Man. Oh, it was that show. The box um, set is out. We were supposed to, I think I asked is for, it? Yeah, I think I asked you to get me that. Or I said I was going to ask you to get me that for something like Christmas. or And I think I forgot to okay. tell you about now it. Now I know. Yeah. And it's documented. Yeah. <laughs> it is so documented. When time comes, people going to be like, this my birthday. Your, your box set? I need my birthday um. box set, girlfriend. <laughs> that, that show used to be really good. The show's though. great. Um, so, yeah, so the show is based on, so Love Is is, is kind of their, like, real-life relationship yeah. and how it played out. So it's a good show. But I like that uh, it, it is 
from the perspective of their relationship, but it's like kind of shot in the future yeah. because the it's like a recap and the they yes. have like the older couple yeah. telling the story of when they started yeah. like celebrating their anniversary. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which anniversary they said it was. Yeah, I can't remember either. But, but you know, it's showing them as an older couple telling the story mm-hmm. of them as a younger couple mm-hmm. getting started out. So I don't know. I like the way that it's shot. I like the uh, the layers that yeah. it also has. Um, so that's one of the things that we're watching. And you've been watching some stuff also on the internet. Yeah. Too, so. so and and as we talk about like you know watching things like relationships and watching events like you know Cincinnati Music Festival transition over time and grow. Um, I think that the internet and just like the digital platforms that exist now are really changing the game with media, with um, the way we consume media and consume content. And I think one of the greatest examples of that right now is Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, it airs on Facebook Watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, just Facebook, but I think yeah. the you know the the technical name of their like show producing platform is, is Facebook Watch. Um, and she, I think, is one of the bigger shows to kind of come out of that. Like, I haven't really heard of many other um, many other shows that are, but I know that they're working on producing some other shows. I think Carrie Washington is working on a show with Facebook. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? I didn't. Yeah, I think she's working on some stuff with them. But um, so it, are they essentially trying to compete with like the YouTube Red? I think so. Thing? Okay. Yeah, YouTube Red, and then maybe streaming platforms like Netflix. Like or, ne- yeah, oh, okay. Netflix, Hulu. I mean, obviously they're not on as large of a scale, and they're not. But maybe they're trying to build up to it. I don't right. know. You, mm-hmm. Because the thing is, with Facebook, you have the audience there already, mm-hmm. so they're there and they're logging in every day. It's now just providing them with more content. So, Red Table Talk has been really great. I love a good sit down interview. Um, so I'm a big fan of the format of the show. And so uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think about it, too, if you've checked it out. Cool. With everything that's been going on lately. As if as if there wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally got settled into a house. But then uh, we have a whole casting agent. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we do. We have a kid in a cast. She is on crutches. Ava broke her ankle um, at summer camp. So (laughs) we were prepared to spend. So the previous weekend, we were supposed to go celebrate with a friend for their birthday. Um, Ended up not going because she was sick the whole day. Um, And then we look up in the following week. We're like, oh, but she's going to go to summer camp, right? So perfect scenario. Yes. For some time together. Perfect scenario for some time together. And, and two, two days, days in, in. <laughs> we get a phone call. Oh, um, Ava jumped into the lake <laughs> and her ankle is swollen. And I, I really think it might be broken. <laughs> so the, the staff was great. I mean, they handled yeah. it perfectly at that camp. So we're really grateful for that. Shout out to Camp Ernst. In Northern Kentucky. And Ava loves it there. This yeah. is her second summer being able to go. Um, so I, you know, go pick her up, take her to the, I'm thinking, oh, it, it might not be broken. Might be a little you know, spring. Might, be, might be a spring. Yeah. I don't know. You know, they I've were, never they had were, a broken They were bone. like, you can bring her back to camp. <laughs> they you know, did. Take, take her. Yep, take her, get her, her checked, get her checked out. out. Bring her back. Nope, not going back to camp. Because no. we get to the hospital and they're like, yep, it's broken. <laughs> it's definitely broken. And then having to make the decision of what to do next. Too, yes. Like to just, oh. whether, whether you should just put a cast on it or. Yeah. You know, whether you should get the screws in to, to make sure that it heals properly. Mm-hmm. and That whole process you know. was exa- oh, mentally exhausting. Yeah. Like, it was it was really difficult. But um, you pushed through it. 
Thank you, honey. It was a tough few days. It was. It was a really tough few days because I struggled with just making the right decision. Yeah. Um, so we did decide to let her get the surgery and there's, she has two screws in there now. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was going to be the, the best. And here's the thing as a parent, those of you who are parents listening, um, you know, trust your judgment and your gut because we, the first two doctors that we talked to about it, I did not feel comfortable with the surgery option because they weren't explaining it to me well enough. Um, and I trusted my, my parental instinct. And then we had a third opinion and, um, again, choosing not to just rush and, and go with, you know, what the medical professionals were saying. And this is what they do all the time. So, you know, they're great at it, but it just wasn't being explained to me in a way that made me feel like surgery was the best option. But the third doctor came in and did explain it to me in a way that made me feel comfortable. And he, when he said, this is what I would do for my daughter, it was like a light bulb went off and said, okay, this is what needs to happen so that she has Mm -hmm. the best chance at healing properly. So now she's in a camouflage lavender cast (laughs) (laughs) that you tried to talk her out of the color. She's the wild child. You she knew she is was the gonna wild pick child. The, the most outlandish cast that they had available. They brought her this whole <laughs> little stick of options. What color do, is green, blue, pink, purple? She nah, be, I, want nah, I want the camo. camouflage. Camouflage. I want the lavender pink <laughs> camouflage cast. And that's what she got. That is what um, she got. She's been milking this thing for all she can. What? She has been I mean, laid up laid with her little up. foot all on my couch. Yes. Just chilling. <laughs> just chilling. She has been a trooper, though. She, she's, she really she's, has she's been. A she's she a strong is. kid. She really is a strong kid. She's. And every time we go somewhere, everybody's like, well, how's Ava? Yeah. But nobody's asking how we <laughs> Nobody are. Nobody cares how we are. No. This process has depleted and me. we were supposed to be on vacation too yes. that was the other thing we didn't mention that yes that the week that after camp oh we man. had a vacation plan yep. we had both took off work we were going our town yep. we we're gonna take the girls with us it was kelly's last week yep. before she went back to school so we were like you know we this is our last week to we get a, a vacation plan. in and had to cancel all of that yep all so, of it um in, in this whole journey um we needed some time we so, did we did Ava is gone this week. Kelly is back in school this week. And uh, so we had a little time out last night. We got to hang out. We, we needed did. it. <laughs> we have needed it. Yeah, we went over to uh, Washington Park. Yeah, Friday Flow. Friday Flow. Yeah, it was fun. It was dope. It was a it good, was, uh, a good concert. Uh, with some local bands. Yeah. One was from Dayton called Vibe 5. Yep. And they and, were Vibe 4 last night yeah. because their lead singer got stuck, stuck in, traffic. in traffic. I mean, it, happen- I guess, it happens, I guess. I'm assuming coming from Dayton yeah. to Cincinnati. But, yeah. But they pushed uh, through. They did. It was yeah. good. They did their best. And mm-hmm. It was good. Uh, but then the headliner. Yeah. Of the evening. <laughs> Sexual chocolate. <laughs> Randy Watson. It was a uh, natural progression. Yeah, they were so good. We're um, big fans. Yeah, we are we are huge fans of natural progression. We've seen them probably about five mm-hmm. times um, since we've been in Cincinnati. Yeah. So I remember our first time seeing them. Mm-hmm. I think was it was it in Mr. Pitiful's? Was that the first time we saw them? Yeah. Or was that somewhere? Yeah, and a, I remember thinking, where have they been? Right. <laughs> Why have they been hiding them from us? Yeah. And they we just followed them ever since. They're really good. I think that because in, in Indianapolis there were a lot of good bands yeah. that you know we were able to kind of pick mm-hmm. up and, and see and we hadn't really found that in Cincinnati. Yeah. We hadn't found a really good live music scene at that point in time. Yeah. Uh, and Indy, you know, we would go see 
Cole's Bazaar mm-hmm. or Bashiri mm-hmm. or, you know, there was a couple other, you know, Blackberry Jam. I mean, like, there were lots of bands that you could just pick up and just yeah. see. And then we hadn't found anybody here yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now we've seen, like, Lauren Elise, Natural Progression, mm-hmm. um, Tribe, you know, like, so being able to to see that natural, not natural, that, <laughs> <laughs> that local music scene, you know, start yeah. to kind of really thrive here. Um, it was good to mm-hmm. be able to do that. And then afterwards you know on some of those kid free weekends we have recognized that we don't take advantage of we them don't and we don't really be dating yeah we come so, home yeah <laughs> right, let's go home and watch go some of them shows watch, we was talking about watch some of the, we got some good stuff on dvr let's right, go home and right. watch it but last night you know you were like you know what, what are we gonna do what are we gonna yeah. where are we going after this um you know so we we were able to you know go over to rebel mm-hmm. um and Get some uh, OTR, Ooh, some guys, OTR punch. That OTR punch punched me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, Kyla. That's nice. You thought you were still yeah. and they said <laughs> in it, college? <laughs> they said it was essentially a Long Island iced tea. Ooh, which I like Long Island. Yeah, that's like your, your go-to. It's, yeah. And then they essentially top it off on uh, by pouring in some of their Merlot Man. that they make. Uh, at Rebel and let me tell you what it sets it off and I messed around and asked for light ice mm-hmm. they hooked it up <laughs> it was so, I mean it was good like it was mm-hmm. a really good drink but it I could not drink. finish mine great drink Whew. Yeah. you had to go get us some pizza to mm-hmm. <laughs> soak that thing up yeah yeah it was a good night it was a good night though we had a good night. time had and then time. we actually that was our second date night this week because it was because yeah. Thursday. Yeah, so Thursday before. we went to a little restaurant yep. and then we went to the movies. <gasps> we went to see Won't You Be My Neighbor? Yeah. The Mr. Rogers. Kyla's been wanting to see that. Um, oh my goodness. For ever since it came out. Yes. And so I surprised her. You did. I we oh, was so happy. It. And, it was so uh, good. I mean, parts, it is. It's, the parts that I didn't sleep through were great. You did go to sleep, honey. I just oh, dozed off a little bit. Bless your heart. And was, you like documentaries. Yeah. But it did, it did, get, it did get slow in the middle, yeah, kind of. Yeah. But. I, it was really, really good to me. It was good. I, I got a better perspective of what his life was and yeah. some of the challenges that he faced and, yep. you know, how people perceived him. And, yeah. You know, and I think he just, like, genuinely cared about children. And I think that that's dope. And I love that he was so passionate. You really got a view in this uh, through this documentary about how passionate he was about the medium of television yeah. and how it impacts kids. Yeah. And that's now, powerful stuff. It, well, and then now those children have grown up. Exactly. And so it's yeah. like, and TV is way different now way different. than it was then. So, like, imagine what TV would have been um, if you didn't have the balance yeah. of him trying to create something different. Yeah. You know, and so. he wasn't. The, the the interesting thing is he never set out to be this TV person. Right. Like he was going into ministry mm-hmm. and all this. And he was like, no, I, he, because he saw the direction that some people were trying to take broadcasting. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, no. Like the kids, the kids are going to be watching this. They have to, there has to be quality programming yeah. for them. So and I think really that, that for me um, kind of reflects on a lot of your, and you probably found this as well. So correct me if I'm wrong, but. I know that, you know, for you broadcasting, there was so much that you wanted to do in offering positivity, mm-hmm. you know, and bringing that to the airwaves that, you know, I kind of saw that parallel um, in yeah, watching. Me too. You know, I between did. what you want to do with TV, even though it's not like children's programming, mm-hmm. but just, just positive programming yeah. and, and showcasing, you know, people who are doing dope things in the community um, and what he was doing and how he was trying to share these stories of these different people and, 
um, you know, showcase these differences and have mm-hmm. conversations that were probably very hard to have. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of picked up on that. Yeah. And I thought a lot about you and, you know, what your, your goal is with uh, TV. Yeah, so. that definitely. I totally agree. And it, and it did. Um, it just kind of re-inspired me, I think, to to tap into that again and maybe just look at other ways to um, to serve in that role as a storyteller because it is, it's powerful. And we now have so many other tools to use and to get messages out there and to impact the media landscape in a positive way because there's just, there's so much good stuff, but unfortunately it just doesn't, doesn't get highlighted as much as the bad stuff all yeah. the time. So, um, so yeah. yeah, shout out to Mr. Rogers. Yeah. That's awesome. Fred. Shout out to Fred. Well, we did it. It's that time. <laughs> it is that time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys for being patient. We thank you for continuing to ride with us. Uh, and we thank you for continuing to listen um, to us as we try to shed this positive light on marriage. And we're you know, having these real conversations. Um, and just thank you for continuing to tell your friends to tell their friends to tell their friends yes. to listen to us on iTunes or Google Play or on uh, SoundCloud or Anywhere. wherever you find your yes. podcasts. <laughs> you know, subscribe, like, um, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And till the next time, love each other. <laughs>